0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR Podcast. Before we continue, we finally dropped our Premier League video that we were teasing the last few days. So make sure you guys go check that out. Um, and it's a competition between me and Jobin. So comment down below what do you guys or who do you guys think will win? And what your guys' thoughts on the, per, our predictions? Yeah, Um. also before we get started, please like, comment and subscribe. As well as uh, follow our socials, Instagram. We're almost at 100. I think we're six away since I yeah. last checked. So give us that century mark and... We post daily, so you guys are definitely loving the video, so make sure you guys give that a follow. Also, audio, um, audio platform listeners, make sure you guys download and rate it at five stars. We appreciate that as well. And yeah, let's, without further ado, let's get right into it. Um, there are news. We've got NFL news. We've got soccer news. Man United finally played. we got some thoughts about, well, maybe not the game itself, but the side, the transfer stuff. But we also got some big NBA news I think we might have to get off, start off with. Do you prefer that or what?
1: Yeah, let's start off with that.
0: All right, so last episode, last pod, make sure you guys check that out as well. We talked about James Harden um, saying, uh, what do you call it? Oh, sorry, Daryl Morey and the Sixers saying that they're not going to trade him. And now our luck, because we record Sunday nights, literally Monday morning when I woke up for work, we see that because James Harden is in China, so obviously different time zone. James Harden has come out and said, Daryl Morey is a liar. He said that twice. So pretty much he said, Daryl Morey Morey is a liar. I'm going to say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never play for an NBA franchise that he's part of again. So obviously, I had a mini rant. You kind of had a mini rant about Harden and what he's been doing. And I did mention that he joined his boy. Technically, I was right. He did join his boy, but uh, clearly none of them boys anymore. So... Harden essentially still wants out. We don't know if he's going to show up, but apparently they did. Uh, um, why am I not thinking? Oh, so if he were to sit out after like 30 days of like a training camp begins or something, then he doesn't, uh he won't be re- uh required to be a, like, he won't be a free agent next year. Like he's still forced to be a sixer.
1: Actually. Yeah. So that's a rule now. That's a rule now.
0: So like to avoid all the sim and stuff. So yeah. if James Harden doesn't report, they could, he could forfeit his eligibility to be free agent next year because he's a free agent next yeah, year. Yeah, so
1: he shouldn't be fat suiting this time, right? I mean, he could still fat suit and show up as long as he shows up. <laughs> bro, uh, if I have a fat
0: suit and shows up, bro, it's not going to look good for him. I don't know. So, like, obviously, I don't really take back anything I said. I was going to drop, like, a clip on Instagram or YouTube Shorts today, but the reason why I didn't because I feel like it's going to be a little bit contradictory because I said James Harden and Daryl Morey are boys, right? So, obviously, I don't want that backlash coming back for that moment so to, and to no, also con- take the backlash not bro. not not even that just to confuse people but i still stand by what with the Harden situation in terms of like um he's jumping ship too much blah 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 you, he did join his boy daryl morey now you i'm not you out of all people should know this best exec an executive lying is a shocker
1: right bro okay and you you know why chance, i'm saying yeah, that yeah you had a chance of opting out right exec's gonna do whatever he'll he more he tried you can say that right he tried getting yeah okay, he so got tried got no let me talk he could he tried getting packages nothing worked out he's always gonna do his best for a team he doesn't give a shit about james harden at that point no he's okay. not like nobody's gonna care about the player in that situation okay right? here's my thing when harden had the leverage he lost it by opting in 100 percent.
0: here's the thing Maury is kind of like... So the reason why I said you should know out of all people is because the Raptors traded the growth at the time, which was DeMar DeRozan, for Kawhi Leonard, now obviously different caliber player. But executives lie. Chris Paul was told he wasn't going to get traded from the Rockets. And guess what? Harden had a say in that because Westbrook ended up coming back the other way. Um, To your point though, Maury is definitely overvaluing the hell out of Harden. That's for sure. Right? Like if I'm the Clippers and if he only wants the Clippers right siakam's in a similar situation he reports both on both and damien hiller that siakam doesn't want to leave the raptors dame only wants the heat harden only wants the clippers so if any other team realistically trades for them they're all gonna say we're not extending or we're not reporting or whatever the case is obviously the reporting thing i think that's bullshit from any player but like they're not going to resign in the next year right and i can, yeah you can see that happening because they have a right to be a free, well dame's situation is different he's a contracted but harden and siakam they are free agents. And, they, you know, every player kind of wants to be a free agent to control their own destiny. Now, to your point, I could see where Harden's upset because, yeah, he that was his boy. And this is where I'll slightly defend him because he, he took a pay cut, right? Now, it's also on Harden because he didn't perform because clearly they should have won that Celtics series. They were up 3-2 at home and then shat the bed in Game 7 against the Celtics, right? Yeah, that's, part all, that, 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 a lot that's, of that that's is on Harden. Whole, that's,
1: that's the whole team. I don't know, I'm going to
0: say a lot of that is part of Harden too, right? Because he put up 40 in the game five and then shot the bed after that, right? Like he, it was either he was like up here or he was down low. Like there was no yeah, in Yeah, He was hot, he was hot. But when he was cold. He was cold. He was cold. Right? right? So he didn't help his value there. So the reason why he opted in is he trusted Mori will trade him. Clearly, Daryl uh underestimated the, um, the market. Because even if he just wants the Clippers, I'm not trading Terrence Matt in that case. But maybe if I'm the Clippers, I will because your best chance to win a championship, right? So, long story short, I'm still standing with what, with what I said about Harden that day. You guys could check out that previous episode with me and Joeman. Thought Joeman thinks he's gonna be a Shanghai Sharks. So uh, I mean, he might. <laughs> he might the way he's moving. But but genuinely, he's in China uh, right now. Yeah, he's in China. He, he also said I'm willing to play in China for one year. I don't know if he means this year or before his career closes. Yeah, but yeah. you the might be predict- right. You're on bold to. prediction. But I think the Shanghai Sharks, right? Uh, Wait, aren't they in like trouble? They're in trouble because of I think match fixing or yeah, something along those lines. Don't quote fixing. me on
1: that, but I think it was match fixing.
0: But yeah, so yeah, um, comment your guys' thoughts on the Harden situation. But yeah, like I, this is gonna be a fun watch. The six is like the other side. I want to look at this. Sorry, before we move on to other things, Embiid. Now we did say that if I'm Embiid, what am I thinking? I had to deal with Simmons. I had to deal with Harden. I did see something on Twitter that caught my eye. What if Embiid's the issue? Now, I don't fully believe that because Simmons clearly didn't do anything last year and he had KD Kyrie, right? And Harden already has a history of... Being a diva at times.
1: Yeah. So, I, in I my mean, opinion, I, could, I don't
0: think it's not much on Embiid. But not, yeah. not as
1: a teammate-wise or a locker room guy. Yeah. But performance-wise, you can kind of see it. Yeah, yeah. But I think right? it's more. this is more of a locker room Four, thing. 14, yeah. But, like, 14 points in Game 7 as the Celtics. Yeah, no, for sure. MVP. I, ag- I agree with you on that. Like, yeah. I, I'm talking about more
0: in the locker room. Because it has to be a locker room thing, if anything. Yeah. Because he did win MVP. He was top two MVP the last two years as well, right? So, um, yeah. Like, I genuinely... Like Nick Nurse, we mentioned last time, last pod, what's Nick Nurse thinking taking this? And then I was listening to the radio, and the guy's like, uh, Sixers beat writer was just like, oh, I f- Nick Nurse is probably thinking, why did I not take the... Uh, why did I not take the... Suns? No, the, yeah, Sons and the other one. Bucks. Bucks. The Bucks job. <laughs> and clearly, he's like, he had a relationship with Daryl Morey, and something's going wrong. So last thing,
1: does Harden get moved before the deadline? Sorry, not before the season starts yeah right like i don't i can't really see any other way
0: morey did apparently reportedly say he's fine with hardens comments he still has to show up to camp so and daryl morey is a stubborn guy i don't think he's the one that traded away Harden,
1: right so yeah i mean we'll we'll see right it's like it's weird it's definitely weird because like you want one guy leaving exactly like overvaluing him so he's not leaving so who's gonna win how much did your mind change after hearing the uh,
0: Harden comments, or were you still like on board, like what we said on? Um, he Monday does
1: move. He does jump shift a lot. The like, jump shift a lot, right? Um, I'll give him respect because he did look at it as a team-wise. Like, if I leave as free agent, you know they're not gonna get anything. But you know if they trade me, they'll get something, type of thing. But yeah, that's at that, that point. Move. When you're a free agent, right, and you have a opt-in, opt-out clause, that's when you're like have your most leverage over your thing because when you're getting traded, you have no leverage. Yeah. Like, like look at Dame. He's still stuck.
0: Yeah. Know, the thing with Harden is that everything I said goes, stands, but that doesn't mean where he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer, most likely depending on how when he retires. Still one of the greatest offensive players I've watched, right, in, yeah. in my lifetime. I'm not saying he's all time, like top three or five. He's probably top five ever since I've been watching basketball, right, on a consistent basis. But we all know he's not Number one option MVP James Harden anymore. So Daryl Morey's got to realize that. Harden's also got to realize that. He's getting 30 mil. Yeah, you're right. At the end of the day, it's a business. You shouldn't, you kind of should have known that. Doesn't matter if he was your boy or not. Yes, it's a snake move, but we have instances like your Raptors. We've had instances where KCP and now he he's not at the level of James Harden, but he did say he was surprised he got traded. Same thing with Chris Paul with Daryl Morey. So I don't feel too bad for Harden, but in this case, okay, yeah, he got snaked, but at the end of the day, it's part of that business. And it's a business. You didn't live up to your trade value. Maybe you if you had won game seven, you would have been traded, or or he would have been getting paid anyways, because he didn't get a contract. The other thing was he was supposed to either get a contract extension or trade him. He didn't live up to getting a fifty million dollar contract, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, that's so, true. so I mean we'll call it there for now. Call it there for now. And uh, we'll see what happens later on, I guess. Very
0: quickly, Raptor fan. I think I, forward, I sent you this. I'm not sure if I did. Siakam is eligible for a $300-plus plus million contract if he gets All-NBA. Yeah. Now, I messaged my buddy. He's like, please don't get All-NBA. Exactly, all. right. Yeah. But yeah, it's the same situation. He wants to stay a Raptor reportedly or he wants to choose his own destiny. So if he were to be traded to the Hawks, Hawks obviously don't want to give up too much because he might not resign. You still on board of getting traded? Just very quickly? Yeah, just trade him. 300 that, million? Just you, trade him. I mean, you have, Marquise, nothing else to say. you have Marquise Noel saying, I want to be the greatest Raptor of all time. So you
1: might as well build around him and Scotty and no, Marquise, maybe even
0: OG if you have to, but he's obviously going to be a free Marquise agent. Marquise
1: Noel's going to save our franchise. 5'10",
0: buddy. He's our yeah, height.
1: 5'10". I'm taller than him. He's 5'7", right? Or 5'10". Whatever he is, but like, I'm taller than an NBA player. <laughs> <That's what I'll laughs> i mean, take. you're taller than Moxie Boggs, Spot Webb the web, And yeah, I'm like, active <laughs> NBA player. True.
0: Uh, um, yeah, they'll call it there. All uh, right. Very quickly, last thing about the NBA, FIBA. Starting soon, and we have some updates for Team Canada, Team Latvia, Team Greece, from what I know. It's the injuries. And first off, the one that impacts us the most, Team Canada. We mentioned a couple of episodes ago that Jamal Murray did not travel. By the way, congrats to Canada basketball. They won that little mini exhibition tournament. After losing to Germany and then beating them uh, in the final and overtime comeback when RJ Barrett only missed one shot the entire game but anyways it's official jamal murray will no longer be in the squad he opted out and it's because his body isn't fully um rested from the world uh sorry the nba finals because he went up to june i was a little surprised he was on the squad anyways like he went to training camp he did say that like yeah if i'm i wanted to see how i was during training camp so it's a little weird we don't know if it's an injury because they're saying rehab but then rehab requires injury
1: yeah um, we still have the. B- sense, we, this right? is still the
0: best squad Canada sent out. It still just sucks a- that we don't have the best backcourt anymore.
1: Yeah, that that sucks too.
0: And very quickly before I ask a question about FIBA, Giannis also opting out because he's still not fully healthy. And he did say that he would rather win with Greece than an NBA championship because obviously it will be harder. And Kristaps uh, Porzingis has opted out for Latvia as well. From the top of my head, so my question to you is this now obviously there's a historical factor we don't know why like how it works like how historical it is compared not compared to the olympics should the world cup be moved
1: when when though when are you gonna move it
0: so here's that's my thing you the problem the, anyway. the problem is if you move it during the nba season kind of like hockey did the nhl did take away the all Star break the olympics is your break but instead of Olymp- sorry in this case the world cup there's more games added piled on right now if you move it after the nba finals there's two things wrong with that you ain't getting that. the playoff performance no I'm saying you ain't getting the your best performance no no yeah so yeah two things wrong with that um, the players that are in deep in the playoffs might have an issue with that they're not gonna but play but no the bigger one is this free agency so the players that are free agents might not play because they want to get their uh, they don't want to be injured and not hurt, not hurt their money right which, yeah, makes, true, sense, yeah, which makes, makes sense which makes a lot of sense too. so there's two big so issues so for there. me is like what's happening the end of August early September end of J- end of July even that's when so the Olympics usually. Really that's not. when the Olympics are usually. Anyways. You're not getting any finals players but, on your team either. But that's when usually the Olympics are anyways, and some of the yeah, Olympics are like a
1: couple weeks early. But because Chris Middleton, you're,
0: you're still gonna face the same issue. The players want to play the Olympics more. That's clear. Like we've noticed that because Middleton, um, Booker, that that finals run, they um, traveled. I think Holiday, I think as well, Drew Holiday. Yeah, they all traveled to Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like if it's the Olympics, they will. So. Obviously, FIFA World Cup is massive. Cricket World Cup is massive. Yeah. Clear. Uh, NHL World Cup. No one gives a shit as much. Yeah, yeah,
1: obviously. But like, I mean, what what can you do? Like, move it one week earlier, two weeks earlier. Like, I like you're in a situation I was saying three here. to four weeks earlier. But it's still the same thing, right? Like, you're because, gonna because face like, look at Team USA right you're gonna now. Face, what, what's gonna What's it gonna do? You're still gonna face the same issues. You're still. Fa- That's what I'm saying. How much less? Because like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, no,
0: no. Here's my thing though. With this issue, is you're leading it into training camp. You still have time to recover for those players. that want to play because at the end of the day, Giannis was still gonna play. He opted out now because he got injured or he wasn't fully healthy, right? And yeah, you to your point, maybe they will plan their uh, bodies out now. Granted, we're not athletes like full-on uh, professional athletes here. Yes, we've played soccer. You still play, Bro, um, I'm, I'm fucking but it's finished. different. But I'm just saying it's different. <laughs> like I understand, I understand the body is still different. Clearly, Joe Almer is still hurt. So that means yeah you're right he might not play then if it's earlier on and after coming back from ACL injury but as an I'm, I'm talking about a fan perspective and you agree with this that it is frustrating because as team as Canada Canadians team Canada has a chance to make it far this year in my opinion Yeah obviously but right? that part's
1: frustrating in in my Yeah opinion. it sucks like that but like there's no other place you could really put it there's no you're not putting it in season you're not putting it right after the playoffs like you said it's like this is the best the time? Only,
0: the best time, I think, is end of July. I think that's the best time.
1: I don't think it's going to make a difference, because it's still, in my a, opinion. it's
0: still a little bit of time. I still
1: don't think it's going to yeah, make a difference.
0: I'm just saying the best time is end of July for me. Comment what you guys think below, but that is, that's just me. Because the Olympics are around the same. The only reason I'm saying it
1: is because the Olympics are at the same time. Yeah, but And like, people, Olympics, people play yeah, but the Olympics. Olympics are a priority. That's why.
0: But I'm saying, again, World Cup. There's so guys better. like Giannis
1: might still play. Yeah, I know. But there's something better than the World Cup, which is the Olympics for the players. Right? Mainly when you watch when for, you watch the Redeem Team pod all their on the pod documentary their focus was the Olympics Yeah, FIBA was just to help them get prepared
0: yeah so exactly my point for this right because the thing with Canada basketball Canada basketball is exactly what um, Team USA and the Redeem team did have a 3-4 year plan so in this case this is that 3-4 year plan so if they if, if they want to help first of all cause they have to qualify for the Olympics right Canada in general because we all know the US is going to qualify yeah right and The thing with, uh, if it's during the, say the World Cup is during Olympic time period, it's the same same thing, right? Because you're preparing around the same time and Uh, it helps you plus, because people don't realize the World Cup isn't like soccer World Cup where you just play the World Cup. You qualify for the Olympics during the World Cup. If not, then you have to do a whole nother tournament anyways. Yeah. Right. Which was what we witnessed when Andrew Wiggins and all these guys were playing it uh, in Victoria a couple of years ago. Right. So.
1: Yeah. yeah, just comment your opinions down below. I just generally think there's going to be no difference. Like, I still think just for the, it's World the Cup, same results. Are you saying
0: just for the World Cup?
1: Yeah, because, like, World Cup is second.
0: Because I know, all I know is this much yeah. from, from seeing what, at least from Canada basketball side of things, they, clearly they have a turnout because they, they're they doing a three-year yeah. plan. So, I mean, yeah, I mean the, yeah, new, I just, the good news is hopefully Canada qualifies because clearly yeah, Jamal Murray wants to play, Yeah, right?
1: But, yeah, I know. just comment your opinions down below. I, yeah, like, we have a different opinions on this, so... Let's move on, I guess, to something else because I feel like this thing will go on forever. Sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. Um, you want to get into soccer now?
1: Yeah, let's go into soccer.
0: Okay, so let's just get into Man United right away because um, they played during our last episode came out. Yeah, so I we mean, we really just talk
1: about it. We'll just talk a quick comment about the game. Um, shit game. Got the win. Got the win. So that's a pro. Con is. A lot of chemistry needs to be done. No, nah, you've got to bounce back because you can't perform like this.
0: Cause we're lucky that we played a team that couldn't score. Yeah. If that was any other team, we probably would have gotten an ass kicked. Yeah. Obviously, Mason Mount, um, Bruno, Casemiro need to tighten the midfield because everything was running through the midfield. Onana, except for, you know, in your eyes, is a penalty.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a penalty. Um, But not like a. Clear. I don't think it's clear cut as people think it is because, like, it was like the ball, it was, like, it was nothing to do with the play. But, like, the Liverpool handball was the most clear penalty on the weekend.
0: Yeah but yeah no um for me anana uh lived up to the hype yeah he, did a the job. he did no a one job. pressed him for me rashford has to go on the wing can't work there granato's yeah. too young he needs a little bit more experience i already know your comments about anthony so we don't need to go there he's just uh, mad um for me made- aaron juan bissaka again he was like the mip last year in my opinion not overall i'm just thinking for man united same thing R- rafa varan our yeah. backline was her best um
1: yeah, um, uh, Offensively yeah. and defensively, in a yeah, way. Yeah, uh, Shaw and Mbisaka had good games. Varane obviously got the goal. Martinez subbed off at half because... The yellow, yellow card. card, I believe. But there were some issues, obviously, because Wolves were attacking pretty well. And Punia, uh,
0: especially, yeah.
1: But the situation... I would, was, say, the, I would say our fullbacks were the best players.
0: Yeah, okay, so obviously Tottenham this weekend will be a little bit tough. So hopefully, Ten Hag, obviously... The one thing I love about Ten Hag, he's not going to throw his players under the bus during the media but we all know behind the scenes he's gonna do he's gonna do some shit so but here so and the second issue is the player signings the transfers now a couple of weeks ago i still stand by what i said in terms of the team did get better i know you're saying that it got better but not you're not fully convinced but as the transfer window goes on um you have to adapt to the other teams no, like don't get me started with the ownership because I feel like that's the side of things because in January all they cared about was getting loan signings done bring in to and then, as United fans we were like what the hell are you watching Sabitzer was a good signing but injuries in this case yes um, and then the only uh, our how do I say this we still haven't changed from last year in terms of how quick our signings and our outgoings are going let's start off with Harry Maguire and I know you have some thoughts on this Very quickly, for people watching, especially United fans that don't know, or casual United fans, Harry Maguire, we accepted a bid of 30 million from West Ham for him to go there. Now, Harry Maguire reportedly rejected it because he wants a bigger payout from United, seven to twelve million what pounds, and he did not agree any personal terms. There was also an offer of 60 million for Harry Maguire and Scott McTominay, which Man United rejected because they wanted more for McTominay, which I don't know why. because... Bro, you're lucky you're getting
1: 30 million for McTominay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, now let's go back to the Harry Maguire thing. Now, that part is the 60 million is all in United for not accepting. At yeah. least the 30 million was accepted. Harry Maguire is a fifth choice center and back, and, you're, and people are thinking, wait, what do you mean? You guys have four center backs. Luke Shaw is ahead of him on the depth chart.
1: I'm ahead of him on the depth chart. I'm just kidding. But. <laughs> No, it's just greed, right? I feel like he's just in a comfortable position right now. Obviously, and you mentioned many times what he has he feels like. You know, as long as he's Man United, he's in a big enough club to get an England call up.
0: Right. So I'm gonna cut you off there. Um, he's also like you mentioned, not even just that part. Forget the England part for a second. Once upon a time, he was captain. Yeah. So, the, like you said, the ego and the greed was like, oh, I'm the, I'm the captain of the biggest club in England. And those who want to come at the comments, come at us. We know Man United is the biggest club in England. Yeah. yeah. And pro- arguably the top three in the world. Yeah. So, like so what, he's the captain. Yeah.
1: Like I was saying, like like you mentioned, it's ego, greed. But like, how dumb can you be basically, right? Like, you're not playing. Like, is there no like passion in you? And he, There's I'm, no passion, right? <laughs> like, just genuinely. There's like, no bro, aggression. <laughs> bro, What? With, with him, he has no fucking mindset. <laughs> so like... <laughs> those of you wondering, it's a meme, but... Yeah, yeah I'm a... So... No, but genuinely, like, what is wrong with you? From right? the play- like, okay. Do you not want to play soccer? From, so, yeah, 100% yeah. agree
0: with you, right? I was obviously, as Man United fan, we should have gone Kim Menjie. We couldn't get him. Now, we'll get into the other two signings in a second. But from the player, now, a little bit of devil's advocate. I'm not agreeing with this. I'm just, thinking, just playing on both sides for a second here. As a player, he does have a right because he's under contract. As a player. Now, you're testing the player's mentality in this case, which I, I'm on your side, right? Yeah. And now, let me bring up the England point. Southgate's still the coach. Southgate has always picked Engl- uh, his favorite players. For example, Marcus Rashford, not last year, but the year before, did not get selected because he did not, quote unquote, play enough. This is when Jack Relish was also bad. He was not playing enough, he was selected. Last year, comes. Marcus Rashford rightfully gets selected, right? Jack Relish rightfully gets selected. Why is Harry Maguire selected?
1: Fakoya Tomori.
0: He did not. Fakoya Tomori from AC Milan should have been selected and he did not uh, play. The dude's Canadian born and I'm. Now he's probably regretting it. But, I mean, I don't think he is because Hand of Soccer uh, has his own look, issues. Look but that, we'll get into Hand yeah. of Soccer in a second because we have an update on that. But, yeah. So, like, in my opinion, he has the money already. And I think he's the nepotism of Garrett Southgate has him a spot guaranteed, no matter what. The only way he'll leave in January is if Southgate actually does not
1: select him. He, or, he can or, select him and bench him. Or if he does get his, like, like if someone offers him a like, massive amount of wages. Yeah, but no one's going to do that. Yeah. So, the point is, and he was actually
0: a reportedly given captaincy as well because Declan Rice is gone, right? Which was kind of, st- I don't trust it. And I think that's stupid. But in my opinion, to your point, the greed, and I think he has an England spot no matter what. The only way he'll yeah, leave yeah. is if Garrett Southgate or gets fired or Southgate actually does not select him and plays someone else.
1: Yeah, it's like, for sure. like I said in the beginning, like he's in a he feels like he's in a comfortable position financially and uh. Internationally, so then why would he leave? Right, like you're yeah. making
0: money, you're gonna be playing in England, anyways. That's where you do online. well. And you're I, probably, th- I don't think he's, he's that stupid to realize that United fans are against him, yeah. And they're gonna be more against him. He knows him the
1: now. situation, or he, he knows that Luke well
0: Shaw passed you in the depth chart, and he's a left back, yeah. Like that should tell you enough. And because of that, we can't get um to Debo from Nice
1: or Pavard
0: or Pavard unless so, we spend the rough. money, which we're not gonna because. And then the other side of things, now, as much as I don't mind what the front office did in terms of bringing, they're actually, these guys are actually, Mortaug and uh, Arnold, they actually listen to Ten Hag. Now they probably listen to him too much, but it's also their fault to spend 90 million on Anthony because when they could have gone in for 60 or 70. So that's where their issues are now. They're so slow in the transfers because um, last year the whole Frank we st- stood by the Frankie De Jong thing now that could be part of Ten Hag that could be yeah, part of that, that's a different situation. that's a different story All right, right. But this the, year the
1: point is this the po- one month ago you agreed to personal terms with Sofian Amrabat who's still waiting patiently he's still waiting <laughs> and did, did I not mention a
0: couple of podcast episodes ago that I'm like watch Liverpool swoop in because we have updates on the other midfield signings in a second but watch a t- team like Liverpool swoop in because they've done it with Gakpo and they've done it with uh, Darwin Nunez yeah and what happened today?
1: Uh, they, they got in talks. No, in not, talks. Okay, well, okay. They didn't offer a bid yet, but, Nothing, like, yeah. but so they're in conversation now.
0: They're, they're aware of his situation. Now, the reports did come out later on, which kind of eased my fandom, that he's still kind of... He's going frustrating, but he's still patient because he still wants Man United. Now, the difference between last year's Man United and this year's Man United, Ten Hag has the pull. Mason Mount wanted United, no one else, Right. Last year, I think he would have rejected Man United 100% because of the history of Man United's name. But Ten Hag has done such a great job that Onana, oh, you know, um, obviously now uh, Mason Mount, uh, what's his name, Pavard, uh, now and uh, Amrabat, they want to come, right? So get it done. 25 to 30 mil, if that's legit, get it done. Just because, okay, financial fair play rules. Chelsea are signing everybody. They just agreed to Lavia.
1: Yeah. Who's this stole from Liverpool? They already got like 150. And now
0: they're getting Olise?
1: 150 million they for Saicedo. They spent over a billion
0: in three transfer windows yeah, already.
1: 150 million for Saicedo already. Man's... Uh was it 100 100 mil for Enzo, right? I don't even know. 100 um,
0: mil for Enzo last year.
1: Yeah, so 100 mil for Mudrick. Bro, you spent like 300 million right there on three players. So
0: like you got you spent already a billion. Yeah. I love what Chelsea did because they got rid of the players that they don't need to and I we'll get into Chelsea in a second. But Look at them. This is on ownership and this is on thing. How is Dean Henderson not sold yet when he could have been sold instantly for 20 mil?
1: Yeah.
0: How is Harry Maguire still there now? That's partially on him. McTomin McTomin. How is McTominay is still, still there? McTomin still How do we sell Fred for 10, not even 10 mil, I think. It was barely 10 mil. We sold, uh, laying for 15 makes sense. Alex, tell us, dude, Saudi was 3 million only? Saudi are going outright paying for everybody. How the hell are we not in this? 3 million for Alex Tellez for a Saudi team does not make sense to me. So, how, what are you guys doing? Van de Beek is still sitting there. Reports were a few weeks ago that we're going to sell him. We already sold Fred. Good job. But then where's Amrabat? Because you said when we sell, the reports were when we sell Fred, we're, we're going to get Amrabat. I swear to God if Liverpool gets Amrabat, Now, I'm still going to be a Man United fan, which sucks. I might cry. <laughs>
1: I actually might cry.
0: That, like, to our point of, not to uh, how we alluded to the standings, I might have to switch Liverpool and put them like second or third now. If they yeah, get Amrabat. that's Bad. what they're missing. Right? That's legit the piece they're missing. We have Champions League. Yeah, right here. Which is so surprising to me how people are leaving Liverpool for Chelsea, but that's a whole different story. But we have Champions League. Amrabat wants to come. He has played with Ten Hag and one of the, I think, Udenise in uh, the Holland League. Right? The Dutch League. Udenise? No, what was it? Udinese Utrecht. Ta- Sorry, I think it was Utrecht. Uh, yeah, okay. I think it was Utrecht, but... Um. Yeah. So, what are you guys doing? That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, what else?
1: What else? Can we, we can't pull the trigger, right?
0: Last question before Man United. Before, unless you have some other comments before no, we same. ramble too much. But last question for you: Is this front office slash ownership worse than the Canucks in your opinion? And all your no, other No, teams no. Canucks are bad. I think this is worse, personally. Are you talking about like current Canucks? Well, okay. okay let me put the put this, uh, current ownership. Obviously, still Aquilini's.
1: Yeah. And let and Benning. All right. Ownership Man United is worse even okay. though Canucks is not good at all um, Benning absolutely terrible he's at the bottom of the list so you're still saying that these guys are better than yeah like but as guys- a collective
0: whole I think Man United is worse yeah
1: out of all their teams yeah I would say imagine
0: if we still had Edward Woodward. we oh, could have had suicide worse. over 5 mil <laughs> we could worse. have had
1: Holland and we rejected all
0: of those ones so yeah uh, I'm gonna just leave it there because our fandom is getting in the way here but hopefully on the field stuff a little bit changes and we beat Tottenham and
1: Cause it was still worrisome, but yeah, no, one like, thing's for well, sure like that we, no matter what happens, none of this shit. The midfield has should, to be better. No, yeah, none of this shit should uh, affect your on-field performance. As simple as that. This, yeah, the players, especially this, the players. This is not a. This is not a distraction, right? You gotta. You showed a product last year that's. Watchable. They were distracted last year and Ten Hag yeah. did a good job. So yeah, Ten no.
0: Hag will be distracted for sure because he's probably like... Okay, get no, me. it's
1: fine about that. Like, I don't care. You got to go out there and put on a pre- better performance. No, oh, yeah. From the, no from the player
0: side of things, 100% I agree with you. No, Ten Hag too. I don't care. Oh, no. no. Obviously Ten Hag yeah. too. I'm saying like Ten Hag has to get the best of the players but he can't control the players. Yeah, if the players are not yeah, running everyone. then that's a different story. Yeah, everyone. I'm not Ten Hag, I'm saying he'll be a slightly distracted on outside of the game well, but that's during the game f- we know he's focused but yeah, no, yeah. That, that's a job okay so we deal mem- with it. let's uh, let's move on with the other signings quickly we mentioned lavia and the whole story with Saicedo. check that out last episode as well he has officially rejected liverpool <laughs> again I mean what, what, what which what is hilarious expecting? liverpool has freaking um europa liverpool. league liverpool has this one dude by the here. way McGuire will also be playing europa league it's not like he's playing no europe but anyways yeah. um lavia is going to ditch them for Chelsea, I think La got pissed off. Who knows? Probably. Um, and also, they're getting a release clause, which is like pretty cheap for Olise for like thirty, thirty-five mil out of Crystal Palace. That's a good pickup
1: as well. Chelsea, Chelsea definitely got missed. Um, some money. Yeah, yeah. so how
0: much do you regret putting them out of Europe, year? Like, <laughs> obviously overreaction? Yeah, obviously. From first, but like
1: week. they're still too young to do. For me, they're to, still too young to be like you know top four contending. I still top, think I think they're top five. six contending. I
0: think they're top six. That. Like that team At best they're 6 for me Their version of the, Yeah Mudrick is like Anthony right now for them
1: But No they had a good performance They press me for sure But it's going to be growing pains right Because they're young guys Yeah
0: And then Liverpool's probably like looking like well, They signed a Japanese guy today So hopefully that's uh, Liverpool no.
1: has a guy named In Badge Because you know Our cousins were talking about him Like he's really good he, That he played even last year But But again, like he's like Kobe Mino, Like he needs a mentor type thing
0: Which we have uh, and Casemiro, and yeah. Casemiro, and hopefully a guy so then, like, like, like If but, they could yeah.
1: sign like someone a little bit older, just to fill in the job for a year or two, maybe it could help them out. Like they don't need to spend big, but at the same time, if you're getting, if you're losing these names, it kind of, it's kind of painful.
0: Yeah. So that's. I'll check for other signings quickly, but we'll talk about the Super Cup in a second because we had no clue what happened. But very quickly, last player I want to mention as a former Chelsea player, Joe Felix. Did you see stuff that happened on the weekend?
1: What happened? He's I mean,
0: getting booed out of his mind. They're just swearing at him, Atletico fans. Now, I'm gonna bring back United very quickly. Should we go get him on loan? Because we need a central guy at this point.
1: I mean, yeah, obviously it could work. You did well in the but Premier League I don't last think year. It's
0: I think he did well for um Chelsea last year. Like he was a bright spot for them. Yeah, he got a red card in his first game, but
1: after that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't I don't think I don't, like realistic wise, I don't think it's gonna happen. But like um, but you would want to, is what I'm saying. I mean, I, I'm interested. I'll say that. For
0: sure. Okay. Uh, Super Cup. Did you know that the UEFA Super Cup was today and it was Man
1: City playing against I know it's Sevilla? Man- well, I know it's Man City, Sevilla, and then it on a Wednesday. I just didn't know which Wednesday. Dude, everybody on Twitter was talking about this Amrabat stuff
0: and uh, Chelsea signing some Japanese dude. No one was talking... Everybody on Twitter was like, what the hell, City's playing today? Shows you the levels of the club. But I did... Tune into the game at work and City Holland. Once again, no goals in any finals he's played in. Um, early goal by Al Nizri Al Nistri Nizri, uh, Nizri. striker, the Moroccan striker, as yeah, well. Yeah, so he put Sevilla up early one nothing, and then some guy Powell, I believe his name, but I'll double check. Um, and then tied it up, and then City, City ended won up 5 penalties. 4 in penalties. Yeah, um, the guy who scored was. Uh, UEFA Super Cup. Well, this was also a big game for City because they've never been in this position before, right? That's because they right? finally yeah. won the Champions
1: League too. Sevilla so yeah.
0: had opportunities. I think they lost all of their super cups.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's good for City. They won another trophy.
0: Uh, Palmer, sorry, not Powell. Palmer. Um, so another young guy there. De Bruyne was clearly missed. Oh, it's and for, Sevilla always out for forms three to four months. UEFA always De Bruyne's out for three to four months. Yeah, getting surgery. Rest in peps. peace to
1: people's FPLs. Uh, yeah, Pep, Pep, Pep. Pep messed up, it's clear as that. Yeah. Uh,
0: they're Obviously, they're getting your boy Doku that you liked. From uh, Belgium. Doku's pretty good, yo, in um, my opinion. And they're trying to get Paquetta, like I said. But yeah, that was a Super Cup. No one gave a shit. Cle- I mean, <laughs> we didn't watch it. We can't No, say I'm just saying, like, yeah. not many people gave a shit, clearly. Yeah. like Every fan, like, people will still tune in. Yeah. But yeah, so Man City won another trophy.
1: Um, All right, moving on to Women's World Cup?
0: Yeah. Uh, you want to start off with that?
1: England are in the final against Spain. It's coming home? <laughs> is, it, is it coming home? <laughs> uh, I mean, finals at 3 a.m. Pisses me off because I don't want to wake up at 3 a.m. And we have,
0: well, we have a soccer tournament to play. And <laughs> we're definitely not waking me up. Me and you at are th- finally we'll, we'll do a different podcast, like a non-sports podcast where we talk about our past sports experience. But yeah, that Sunday we're, uh, yeah. we're playing a soccer tournament. So we're definitely not going to wake up at 3 a.m. for sure. Yeah, at for that sure. point.
1: sure. But yeah, I mean, I feel like it's going to be a good game because Spain's been really good.
0: Yeah. No, sorry. Like you, you no, no, no. Like I need to. Break, I forgot to put the topic on the board. We have to. Talk, this is kind of. It's Man United related, but we have to talk about this. Okay. Month. Yeah. So then. Uh, um,
1: but yeah. no. Um, Women's World Cup. You made that face.
0: Yeah. No. I, I just looked at it. <laughs> like, I completely forgot about to put on the board.
1: But yeah. No. I mean, like England, Spain, good final. Spain's been playing well. The last ten minutes of Spain, Sweden, it was pretty nuts. Just because there's three. Yeah, goals. Yeah, three goals in what seven minutes? Yeah, around that. Yeah. I thinking,
0: Spain's yeah. team, like I thought, they were an underrated team. I didn't think they were gonna get this far, but I thought they were like a team not to be like. Because they had the best player, right? Who was injured though? Patella, yeah. I believe her name is. Patellas, yeah. Yeah, and then, but their whole team. And I was listening. I don't know where I was. I think it was the radio. Um, she the uh, gold. Uh, um, forgot her name, but she was saying like that whole team is essentially young. So yeah, they're, they're up and coming. They're like nineteen, 19 year olds. Nineteen year old, yeah. Like that girl that scored the winner in that uh, Netherlands game. It was yeah, nineteen year old. Yeah, so Spain's on the rise, and clearly they're doing something right. And obviously tying that to Canada, what are they doing wrong, right? and
1: uh yeah, england i mean england was definitely one of the powerhouses. sam kerr
0: scored a banger though first start uh scored a banger yeah but but england, unfortunately england just showed up they could much. still well at the end of the day outside of england the other three teams i guess sweden too but especially australia and spain um weren't expected to get this far and australia is definitely playing for a, a medal and them winning bronze at home will be big
1: yeah that'll be big that will sure. still be
0: big that'll, that could still be their gold medal game quote unquote
1: yeah uh they're gonna come out so
0: on the other semifinal, Sweden did lose to Spain two one, and like Joven mentioned, it was a thriller that. at the end.
1: We we just mentioned that. Oh, thought you were talking about England for a
0: second. Oh, Bro, England. We, we talked about both of them. Okay, we talked about both. Of them. So <laughs> England versus Australia. Sorry, England versus Spain. I'm still gonna rock with England. Same. Uh, I'm I think rocking with gonna, England. I'm not, I don't care who wins. I'm saying I'm not. That's my prediction. I think that was my prediction from the beginning. Yeah, it was. And I did not jinx it up to this point. You might have now. And other side, you know what? I'm gonna give it to Australia. Bronze medal game. Uh mm. yeah. I, no. I just want I just I just want the home good feel good story. That's all. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I'll
1: I I I feel like they might pull it off as well.
0: Okay. So the thing I was gonna bring up that I completely forgot, it isn't United related, but it's on the serious side and you probably know where I'm going with this. Mason Greenwood. Mason Greenwood. So there's reports that he's saying he's going to be reinstated. Now we're not going to explain this Mason Greenwood situation. Just Google Mason Greenwood scandal, and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. And that's it. That's all I'm going to leave it at. But from our point of view, um, he's supposed to get reinstated at 2010 because, on, in the words of the law, he's free,
1: not guilty. Yeah.
0: But it's weird because we saw evidence. Right. That's the part that's weird. And this just comes first thing. This is just comes where, like, if you're talented, you're going to get a second chance. You look at Nick, Cream uh, um, Hunt. You look at Tyreek Hill. You look at Jashawn Watson, you, right, in the NFL and other sports as well, not just there. Um, soccer, Benjamin Meddy's reinstated. Um, yeah. So the thing is, if you're talented, you're always going to get a chance because if this was some random guy in the Man United Academy or just a random Matt player on the Man United squad, he probably would have been released by now.
1: Yeah, it's true. Um I mean it's kinda of difficult to comment on the situation, right? Because like uh, you said, he's not guilty but we saw what happened type of things. Like yeah. you don't know.
0: And they have a, he he has a kid with her. Again, not gonna go too much into detail, but that that's the fact. Yeah, yeah,
1: but like yeah, you just don't know like what is like the right side, basically. Like you don't know what, what's the truth, right? What's
0: okay, so here's my reaction. If he is reinstated, which is not a man, you need to put a statement out saying that they're still gonna announce it. So it's not official yet. And obviously, if he's on the squad, how would you react? Because this is the first time that's happening to your squad that like something like this is happening. I mean, like I feel like I, I'm still gonna root for the team, and if Mason Greenwood happens to be on the squad and plays and scores, I'm still, still might, think, be celebrate. like, Okay,
1: yeah, we we scored. Like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, as a player, I feel like they're just gonna. I feel like they might be excited to get Greenwood back just because you know they don't want to see like you know their fellow teammate just be in that side of situation, right? because you know at it like, was like everyone's first reaction would be like oh this guy messed up he made a terrible choice all that stuff right but like some like uh but some other people would be like this is next his level. teammates yeah yeah his teammates may be like okay but like maybe he needs like help type of yeah. thing right so yeah i mean i i can't comment like i said I, I don't know what to say yeah i just i i don't know what the because like there's both sides there's two sides to the story and there's the truth, right? So three sides to a story.
0: Yeah, this is just one of those things where we saw the evidence that we know where it went, but yeah, no. From like obviously we're talking about it because we have to talk about it at the end of the day. Yeah, this could have been, and we would have talked about it, it as any other team. Just because it's United, we we still are not trying to hold our biases here. Um, we still want to talk about this, and yeah, it's like at the end of the day, like I'm gonna be truthful. Um, I'm still gonna be rooting for Man United at the end of the day. Obviously, I see Man United fans on Twitter, myself included. Like, I, if it were up to you, would you reinstate them? Not not because of the backlash or anything. Uh, I like, if you had that. the choice, if you were at Ten Hag and you're like, your choice
1: on you, do you want a green one on the squad? Uh, I'll probably go with... Probably go with... I don't know. I don't know. Like, I can't... I didn't, like, I said C- this, I can't I was, listening, I was listening... I can't make a decision. I was listening to the
0: HBM podcast today at work, the, the latest episode. And their guest, I think his name is Scoft Media, is his name, like, the yeah, title. Yeah. And it was a new one and he was saying like he does a good job of differentiating for example Chris Brown and the whole beating Rihanna thing right we yeah. saw that the R. Kelly yeah, yeah, scandal yeah, 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 there yeah, yeah. Right? so he was saying like he still will listen to the music and he does a good like Kyrie Irving thing he does a good job of differentiating the person and the position of power that they have like in this case soccer player in their case is a musician but they're still the same person at the end of the day
1: so, it is weird. Uh, yeah. Like I, I mean, I people gr- change. People deserve a second chance, right? Type of thing. Like, it's not... It's
0: just weird because he's not punished at the same time.
1: Yeah, that's true. But, but let's move on. Yeah. but <laughs> Let's move on. Just yeah.
0: yeah, that's why we had to bring it up. You yeah, know why we yeah. had to bring it up. We're trying to be sports media, so right, we kind of yeah. have to. But uh, last thing on soccer, I'm not going to rant about it, but Canada soccer... <laughs> like, again, I'm going to mention it. We ranted, mainly me. Uh, uh, check there's that video, a video out. yeah there's a video there's about a video it. check that out you guys won't you guys will love to hear it that's all i gotta say but john herdman canada men's coach has uh let me get the exact information but he did interview for the tfc toronto fc availability now how much of this is a tactic to get more money at a canada soccer which they're not going to give him because you know why or how much of this is him trying to figure out his future and this leads to the question who's after herdman like obviously we don't know but like who would be better than herdman
1: i don't think at the moment not anyone right
0: yeah so it's just it came out of nowhere for sure and yeah i was surprised for sure i i was i think he's still gonna go copa america i don't think i guess unless tfc offers some bank which they have done to like guys like Insigne and stuff so if they offer a bank they might but if not the money, then I think he'll still stay through 2026. Like, he'll be one of the only players to coach a host on both men and women's side. He could have been the one guy who... He could have been the first player or first coach to lead a team to victory. But that went away because France's women's coach, just they obviously won. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he, already, he was also coaching the men's who already won. So he could have been the first guy in the men's. <laughs> All they had to do was win one game. But... Um, yeah, like for me, it's it's just a tough situation again. Like, what's happening with Canada soccer? Yeah, they have I feel one like you he just
1: are just trying to figure out his situation. Like, what what are his next moves for himself and his family type of thing? And uh, me personally, I feel like I feel like he might just be like a better international coach than a club coach, in my opinion, because he's been so good at the international level. He's a good motivator, but uh, like after that, he might overthink his
0: tactics a little too much. Because at the end of the day, he did not win. Outside of bronze, he did not win the big thing in, with the woman. It was Be- yeah, better yeah, than That's true. And she has her own flaws in different ways too. So Clearly showed, yeah. Yeah. Um, There's also other coaches that have been considered so that's the thing with that. So sticking to the MLS actually, Leo Messi, nine goals in six games. Not last place team in the league still because he hasn't played a league game yet. Yeah, but the league's, leagues cup, cup yeah. he's in the final. I mean, and the tickets are going for like $600 and they're playing Nashville in the final.
1: Bro, like, it's fun to watch because Messi's enjoying and playing again. MLS defense is ass. <laughs> that too, right? Like I mean, Busquets is gonna feast, Jordi Alba feasting, Jordi Alba's feasting, and it's also helping other players like Robert Taylor becoming to Robert Lewandowski. Uh, Who's the guy? <laughs> and then Joseph Martinez, yeah, him. Uh, killing it again. <laughs> because I think Joseph, jo- jo- I think Joseph Martinez was a an MVP. Player. Yeah, Atlanta yeah. player. Won he was it. sick for them. I yeah, won it all. Uh, what was it called? Miguel Almiron, Miguel Omeron was on yeah. that team as well. I and was then,
0: like, why did that name sound familiar? Yeah. He's killing it in Newcastle. Yeah, Florida. so they won
1: Atlanta won it all. Joseph Martinez won MVP I think a year after as well. So yeah. I mean, Miami's set. As simple as that. Fun just, it's good. Do you see, think it's good to see? Messi.
0: Do you think they would not make the playoffs somehow? I think it's still they have to win every game for sure, in which they have done. But <laughs> like, yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, there still might be defensive issues, but offensively they're set. They're shown that they could outscore everyone.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that that's the update with that. Let's get into UFC. um, Fight weekend championship. It's UFC 292 main event. Sean O'Malley versus Aljamain Sterling for the Bantamweight Championship. And I'll only be honest with you. Oh, Waylee Zhang uh, defending her belt against Lemos Le uh, Brazilian in the women's. The rest of them, to be honest, oh, Marlon Vera and Munoz, I've heard of them. And that's about it. So like for us, we only care about main, the main event, but I don't mind watching Willie Zhang because she's freaking killer. Yeah, so, I feel like That last performance that, yeah. was so insane. La- so I, I think, like like, let's get, get that out of the way. I think she wins. I think she I wins I don't too. care who the other person is. I have to see it to believe it. Yeah. And that was the same thing that Thug Rose did that. And I know you hate the name Thug Rose because she wasn't a thug last time. Oh, that was a terrible but, performance by her. Yeah.
1: Um, let's talk about Sean O'Malley, Aljamain Sterling. I mean O'Malley's biggest fight of his career. That's clear for sure. First uh, five rounder for him as well. Yeah, for, so I mean it's going to be a challenge for him because I did, think. Did you Sterling, think he
0: won the yon fight? Not not Sterling, the I other. one. even. I thought yon won the fight. I thought yon got robbed against O'Malley. Yeah, I don't even remember it, bro. I remember it because I remember I thought O'Malley lost it, and everybody goes. I remember because Twitter was saying rigged, Dana's puppet or Dana's boy. Yeah, whatever, yeah, right. So. Yeah, Either probably, way, yeah. yeah, so I think he barely survived that, if anything. Sterling, still a champ. At the end of the day, people don't give him his respect.
1: Uh, he deserves whatever, it now. Yeah, Obviously, I'm just saying in general,
0: way... for whatever reason, he doesn't get his respect because yeah. the way
1: he won the belt and then... But, like, he's proven these last few fights that, like, he was a better man. It's
0: just weird because, like, um shoulder popped and then even the the rematch of the Yan fight, you could say Yan won that fight, arguably. No, I...
1: I, I Some I people, I'm like, just saying, there's an argument to be for that.
0: made, but... And, obviously, he handles Cejudo. And, again, people are still saying it was closer than it should have been. And, in this case, on paper, I think Sterling should destroy him. I think Sterling him. should, yeah. Destroy him. It. He's the wrestler. O'Malley's the striker. Obviously, I'm an O'Malley fanboy, so I hope O'Malley wins.
1: But... Are you Dana's puppet as well? No. Okay. Dana <laughs> ain't paying me. I don't give a shit. So...
0: <laughs> but, um... No, just like from a fan-based perspective. Like, I'm a fan of O'Malley. Yeah, He's, he he's some, entertaining. He has some crazy knockouts. And he's entertaining as hell. And yeah, so but for me, but I'm I'm going Sterling. Stay here. Well, I'm going Sterling. I think he'll like choke him out I or mean, something.
1: no, no. <laughs> the, way, the way that Sterling's fights, i probably go decision again, right? <laughs> well,
0: the, the Dillashaw fight ended early because of... Oh, the, because of the shoulder, yeah. So I think this fight's going to end... I feel like... I feel like this one will yeah, end
1: in like... Sterling... But Sterling did have the pressure early on as well. Like yeah. Instantly. Again, in the Dillashaw fight, so... I'm just intrigued to see how O'Malley will do in his first five-rounder. How is he going to face it? Yeah, biggest so. fight of his
0: life. So, yeah. Uh, my prediction, Sterling stoppage. Sterling decision. Time. Submission stoppage so at some point. Sterling decision. Okay. Um. All right. Let's move on to the NFL. And we got some news. And we'll start off. Do you want to start off with the Colts? Or do you want to start off with the running backs that got signed? Uh, we'll start off with the Patriots and the Jets. Okay. So, Patriots signed Ezekiel Elliott to a one-year, six million-dollar contract, and, and Dalvin Cooks got signed by the Jets.
1: Who was versing his brother in Week One, and he got signed in for Buffalo. one
0: year, eight million. So he was obviously looking for a I lot think more
1: money. When you when I saw that thing, I was like, I think it was tweet by Field Yates from ESPN. Dalvin James Cook is versing James Dalvin Cook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they have like the each other's like first name as their middle name. Yeah. So I mean, no, Dalvin Cook signing for Jets makes sense because it'll help just breeze, the depth, and it'll help Brees Hall because he's coming back from injury, right?
0: That too. Um, the only question for the Jets is how's their O line going to hold up? Yeah, and, and you still give Dalvin Cook, Aaron Rodgers as a as it goes uh, play actions, it, screen it's gonna passes, yeah. So big signings there. Now, obviously, we have a Colts news. So we'll get into that, but stick with the running back for a second because we are Colts fan those of you if we do have fans out there watching are wondering what we think of jonathan taylor uh current situation or what is his current situation current situation he's away from the team now he he was rehabbing last week they're currently on a joint practice with the bears but um he was given and it's apparently a legitimate uh, excused absence a personal reason so now if it's legitimate we don't know like obviously we hope everything is good um, nothing bad on the family side or his side of things. So yeah, it's just a waiting game. He still wants out, he, or he wants. To, I'm, I'm, him wanting out is more so him wanting to get paid. Not I don't think he wants out. It's out. like him, his trying to wait. It's like it's like Lamar requesting a trade. Yeah, it's yeah. like um Debo requesting a trade. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, like in my opinion, it's the same thing. Yeah, it's the
1: same thing. It's his. It's just their way of trying to get leverage, right? Yeah. Because but he has zero any. leverage because he's literally he, injured. They don't have any, right? Yeah. Um. I don't think Taylor's the type of player that's going to hold out. Like, I still think he'll play out this season.
0: He did say he won't, he's only going to play if he's 100%, which is fair. Makes sense, right? Yeah, I'm not. Because like, he's like, I, well, I'm not going to get paid. So, what's the point of me? Obviously, which makes sense. Yeah, like, it makes sense. You got to be healthy. So as well, long as the Colts. Know, we want him healthy. As right? as, like, as the Colts that, medical staff don't clear him, then we know it's legit. If the medical staff clears him, then we know it's a situation. Yeah, that's the best way to put yeah. it. But the reason why we have Colts news Joe wearing the Anthony Richardson shirt. And he's officially starter.
1: QB1. One. QB1. One. He'll be the I only, mean, seventh different quarterback starting for the Colts. Yeah. And hopefully no longer. Like, my quick thought, right? Me personally, as a fan, I love it just because I want to see him week one. And, like, I don't want to be, like, I can't. Like, I'll be too excited not to see him play type of thing. Yeah, yeah Where yeah. you, like, have to wait a year. But, I mean, there's two sides to this, right? People like Patrick Mahomes and, uh, I don't know uh uh so lamar jackson who like played still playing his first year they uh they weren't they didn't start right away right yeah and obviously two justin top,
0: herbert didn't technically either no he's
1: i'm not that I'm was not like third him. week but. i'm it was week two <laughs> but he was yeah, but he but was like, still, yeah but i'm not counting him but like patrick mahomes lamar jackson obviously it benefited him Aaron because Rogers. they're top 10. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. They're top 10 players. Aaron Rodgers, that's the one I was forgetting. Yeah. Brett Favre, obviously. but That was three years. <laughs> yeah, no, but the thing with that is like, Colts are not in a good situation where the Chiefs and Ravens were, you know, playoff contenders with Alex Smith and Joe Flacco, right? And Green Bay with the Brett Favre. The thing with uh, him playing right away, the people benefit from that, obviously, Peter Manning. Had a shit rookie year, but turned it around. Andrew Luck, I'm just naming Colts wise because uh, it makes sense. Joe Burrow, even though he got hurt, still had a good rookie year, and uh, then Tila, right? Trevor Lawrence. So there's mixed, there's mixed reactions, and to be fair, I think eventually, my personal opinion, they made the right decision of starting him because Colts are not in that situation where and he hasn't played and he's not he hasn't played enough, right?
0: Yeah. So my thoughts, yeah, I pretty much agree with you. The difference is, I guess, for me is please give him a good O line. The O line better hold up. Cause clearly the backup O line is shit. That's terrible. <laughs> it's <laughs> so bad. And, and, and if a, there's an issue at right are, guard we have an issue at right guard and if that's not solved, I don't want him to turn into the next, you know, possible Trubisky, possible whoever. Like he's a project at the end of the day. Right? Yeah. But his upside is probably the biggest in NFL history, some say. Like he's like an he's athletic freak right he's yeah six
1: four six four two fifty five yeah he's bigger than derrick henry yeah
0: so yeah mike for me i'm fine with it like the preseason game we talked about it already and this is this goes for any qb now like you said we what we play Gardner minchu what are we super bowl are we playoffs even yeah like, no like not. not really like okay yeah he might have a good year and surprise people it's football anything could happen right you agree with that even with a the yeah, same but, thing, but, but
1: the, th- the same thing could happen with a Rich, but the team around him is not even that good either. And,
0: uh, exactly what I'm saying, so the same thing is with a rich, right Richardson, give him the opportunity, and if he excels right you okay Colts, like you mentioned, you have literally two ends of the spectrum. you had Andrew luck, who was a stud from day one, made the playoffs his first three years before our stupid front office did not give him an o line to be protected and then ultimately retired and you had Peyton Manning, who had arguably the worst rookie year ever, and people were calling him a bust off the bat. But people, and then Peyton Manning is arguably the best player that has played, talent wise. Some people will say Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, but in some people's eyes, and Patrick Mahomes, best, best quarterback, in arguably like the top three quarterback all time. All you could time,
1: say. and like probably definitely one of the best in Colts franchise. Probably the best. Probably the best.
0: Obviously, you have Johnny Unitas. I don't know. I'm not going to talk about him. So in our eyes, he's the best. Yeah. Longevity wise, he played the longest. And he won a Super Bowl. So, we got to be patient. Like, Colts fans in general. And I'm talking about... I'm, same thing I'm talking about Bryce Young. The same thing I'm going to talk about CJ Stroud, who's supposedly going to start as well. And whenever Will Levis goes or whoever else goes and plays quarterback, any rookie or any first-year quarterback. For, for the Colts side of things, I trust Shane Steichen because he did exactly what, did what he did with Jalen Hurts. The difference is Jalen Hurts actually played three, four years of college. And Jalen Hurts sat. And he and he sat but he also killed it in college like he was a good pretty good college player why are you crying? Whoa, what's going on yo <laughs> Anthony Richardson started crying was, that much Anthony Richardson got me teared up <laughs> yeah. but no um, in that sense yeah like I'm, I'm fine with it let him learn hopefully you don't shock his
1: confidence though but what people did say though is he learns on the fly a lot I mean like look he interception learned, like from the interception he bounced back yeah and obviously Alec like, Pierce people, sort of people like People are not going to look at the game, right? People are like, oh, they're going to start him after throwing an interception, no touchdowns. Should have had a touchdown to Ag Pierce, right? Got a 15-yard rush back. Good completion to uh, Kylan Granson for 20 yards in the middle of the field, right? He looked good. Like, he looked like he belonged after the interception. Like
0: That was a test, and he passed it. T- they had the joint practices and I saw like mixed reactions on Twitter. Some people, because his efficiency was great. The problem was the O-line apparently was shit so he couldn't get the deep ball out. But there were some two, I don't know if you saw the clips. No, I didn't see it. I, yeah. I think Colts Mafia might have posted yeah, this. You yeah. can check it there. But if not, let me know. I'll send it to you. He, the, he dropped three, two to Pittman, one to... Pierce? A guy, no, there's a guy we signed. Um, Kenzie? No, no, no. Him, I think too. But there's another one. Umar, Amari Rogers. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, a Nice little, uh, perfect on the route pass, like dot, like a dot, right? So, um, the thing but with, the problem is yeah. they're saying that, like, a lot of them were check down plays because the o didn't hold up properly, but he found it, and uh, he sucked on the 7v7s, but on the 11v11, he was fine because, obviously, open field, he could also run. And this is joint practices, right? So this is his first time outside of Buffalo playing a different scheme defensively, and Iberfuz is different than Gus Bradley at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, and then, yeah, another thing with Anthony Richardson, He's not your typical pocket passer guy, right? He can make plays with his legs, right? Which yeah. could help him a lot. His deep, ball accuracy, his
0: deep ball accuracy is great. Can he be consistent on
1: like... Just the the f- a medium game. And yeah, then the obviously, mid-game. yeah, the short ones. It's like those those throws were like... You gotta like really like sling it, right? In between defenders, like those slant plays, right? Or the ones where those out routes... Yeah. Where you gotta get the ball between the sideline and receiver. Because if you have a little bit inside, that's a pick.
0: Yeah. So, we obviously, we're not going to give our predictions on where the Colts are going to finish. But here's my question to you If we somehow get the first overall pick, are we going to be like Chicago and trade it away? Or are we going to draft, depending on how oh, he does? No. Assuming A. Rich is decent. We, we can't. I, I don't know. I don't think. I but don't Caleb think, Williams is that big of a stud.
1: That's true, too. That's right? the problem. Like Caleb Williams
0: is like, was hyped. Like, not obviously not T Law hyped,
1: but he was hyped at the end of the day. Yeah. So, um, like in
0: this draft, we don't know who was going first even though people I, mean, I feel like, I feel like they're
1: still bank on the upside and like try it to depends get, on how he performs as well yeah. like
0: if he shits the bed then yes we're
1: drafting Caleb Williams probably but otherwise it's Marvin Harrison season Marvin Harrison yeah season. Marvin Harrison Brock Bowers maybe an O-lineman <laughs> I think it's O-lineman I don't think we could have another 10 yeah, right? but I know
0: that guy's a stud Brock Bowers is
1: a stud but we have like 10 tight ends on board. Yeah, but they're all like mid level, right? But like, now. again, same thing. But like, they're yeah, the mid- tough thing is going
0: to be hopefully we're not the first overall pick. I don't mind being the third overall pick and get Marvin Harrison Jr., which means one of Pitt or Pierce might be gone. And another guy, shout out, rookie, Josh Downs, killing it. He's killing it? Killing it.
1: That's he's cool. getting open.
0: Know. He's his route running. He's insane. It's insane. This but is but what like, we were missing last year. And the, we got him. That slot lot. receiver, that's right? That slot receiver.
1: Oh, no. I was really excited with that pick. Yeah. When we got him. Especially when I learned he was like really good in the slot. And I feel then like and in his video. Oh, yeah, his videos. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, those of you just wondering, type in Josh Downs draft video and you will be an instant fan of him. Even if you're not a Colts fan, you'll be a fan of Josh Downs. That's all yeah, I'm going to yeah.
1: say. But let's, let's move on. Let's
0: move on because we obviously... <laughs> we have to give... I think it's like at this point, for every sport, we have to give at least five to ten minutes to our favorite team because shit is going down. Yeah. <laughs> and try to like limit it to that. Yeah, we try to limit <laughs> Unless it. Unless it's yeah. like big breaking news, or big news. Yeah. But don't worry, we're not getting into the Canucks today <laughs> or the Blue Jays. But... Um... NFL, still sticking there. Zach Martin has ended his holdout. Yeah, he pro goes... Bowl, pro, all pro guard for the Dallas I mean, Cowboys. Big, big, yeah, big, need.
1: big, Big. Big for the Cowboys because yeah. they need him. And As big player. for him because
0: he's no longer paying fines anymore for yeah, missing right, days. Too, right? So yeah. they agreed to it. Um there was like 18. That's all the Dallas Cowboys. Middle. I'm sure you guys yeah. will hear it more on first take and all that, but yeah, that's no, all you're going to hear from us. <laughs> we're trying to give the small teams a lot of yeah, love. Min- minimize the Cowboys talk. But yeah, no, know. Uh, big for the Cowboys. That's all I could say. Hopefully, JT, you different position. I know, but you could you could do something like this as well. Yeah. Um. Blindside, how much did you love that movie? I, mean,
1: I liked is it. It like. <laughs> a, is yeah. it like
0: a favorite sports movie before what we were gonna get into happen?
1: Um, I mean, it's up there.
0: Now, how much did, when you watched that movie before knowing it was a true story, were you like, oh, sick a movie. It's definitely not a true story.
1: I felt it felt like it was too good to be it, true. It felt like too good to be true. So
0: people are probably confused listening to us. But the movie Blindside, which featured Sandra Bullock, Lily Collins, and a bunch of other people, was actually a true story of an NFL uh, star, Michael Orr. And I'm not gonna watch the movie, we're not gonna spoil too much. But the quick synopsis is that he was this homeless guy based on the movie. Homeless guy that got picked up by this uh, white, rich family. uh, Adopted them. And then all you people don't know what I'm doing. I'm literally air quoting adopted. And uh, pretty much gave him this uh, career in football. Helped them, like, you know, raised him like a child. Yeah, raised him, right, yeah. And Michael Orr did not, came out later on. This is like after I knew, I don't even know who he was, right? This is like after he was in the Ravens. He's a first round pick with the Ravens, Super Bowl champ. He's retired now. recently released a book. Before the book, even like a couple years ago, I was looking into it. My book was Sky Up to?" right? And, you know, he he did say that um, he wasn't a fan of the movie because he wasn't portrayed correctly. Meaning that, like, they made him look like he was, like, some guy on the streets that did not know how to play ball. He'd never touched a football in his life or whatever. He did play high school ball, apparently. He did play basketball. So he was knowledgeable. It wasn't, like, the Tui family. The two he however you say it yeah um did not really teach him football he already kind of knew the stuff so it's not like they made it look like he was a dumbass in a way but they still had a relationship because obviously true story I'm gonna check their Instagrams out and see yeah. and the sister did have like pictures with Michael so you you knew they had a somewhat of a relationship not as much recently so the recent news that came out was Michael Orr has a book tour I don't know how much of it is in the book how people found out apparently that adoption's a lie. And it was a conservatorship. And that means that with adoption, if you were adopted, you would be legally my brother still. Am I adopted? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> From what I know, I have your baby pictures. Okay, We yeah. have your birth certificate. All right, that's good. Yeah. Um, that's a question for mom and dad. <laughs> threw me off (laughs) man but okay if you are adopted you would legally be my brother you would be legally entitled to all the stuff right a conservatorship is more so like owning now you use the word slavery i don't know if that's the case but essentially like so that movie he did not make money off of it or he did not make much compared to the four of them the brother sister and the mom and dad yeah right the tui family in general so He's come out and said that, like, yeah, this is like crap. Now, I don't know how much of it is him just being petty or bullshit. It's, all this, this is alleged. We yeah. got to make sure we cover our asses here. Just I don't that, uh, think they'll see this video. But allegedly, this is what happened. And, and let me, I'm going to check to get more details. But man, if this is true, I probably
1: will never look at that movie the same again. And then I have a follow-up question, but you go ahead. Yeah, I mean, definitely like we enjoy the movie, right? Like when you, because uh, obviously you watched it before me. And you're like, yo, you gotta watch this movie. You're gonna like it. And I liked it. Yeah. So then I'm like, is this really real? So to me, just because it felt like it was too good to be true. But at the same time, it was just like, you know, it seemed like a good story. But how much of the story was actually true? Because all I know... Already was not true.
0: He confirmed a little bit of that. Yeah.
1: Because all I know about his story and his situation was from the movie
0: and the funny thing is sandra bullock won an award of this and now she's getting so much hate that like she, either she killed the role too much or like even though she has nothing to do with it she just played the role yeah she played a role and now she's probably thinking like what the hell did i get myself into now because <laughs> obviously she met the family there's no way she did not yeah but essentially what happened was or is um uh, gone to court with allegations that his adoption was a lie states that the four, in the 14-page petition that Sean and Leanne Tui never adopted him. He adds that the Tui's instead tricked him into signing a conservatorship shortly after he turned 18 that gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. So it's essentially like maybe us signing a contract somewhere, but we sold our name, but we didn't know about it. Yeah. Type of thing. But now, obviously, this is adoption, so this is like, you, th- you know, everybody loved the Tui family for what they did, and now it's like, all oh, your assholes, if allegedly, yeah, allegedly, allegedly, I'm learning from Pat McAfee here, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so again, the movie did more than three hundred million, so you would know why Orr was pissed if he didn't get any of that movie because it's yeah. literally about him. And yeah, um, he also remember in the movie they were saying that like Orr did say he felt like he was being used for the Ole Miss thing. Yeah. yeah. So might that was a foreshadow, I guess. But yeah, so. Obviously, the Tui yeah. family has denied it. They're saying, that no, we legit cared about him and stuff like that. Yeah, so he was a high school senior when he signed the conservatorship deal in 2011. Baltimore drafted him in 2009. Wait, what? <laughs> what? No, in his 2011 selling mem- memoir. That's okay, what Okay, yeah, yeah, Sorry, 04. <laughs> 04. <'04. '04. laughs> that doesn't make any it sense. It was 04 okay. when he was a high school senior. Because <laughs> uh, it was a book before a movie. Yeah, yeah. And
1: yeah. Uh, so...
0: See, Mike didn't yeah, grow up all? with a stable family. When the Tui family took Mike, they loved him and wanted to adopt okay, him. Okay, void. Yeah,
1: so. Now if, I feel like it's kind of getting into movie yeah. stuff now.
0: Watch the movies, or don't watch the movie if you don't want to support it. <laughs> I don't know what to say at this point, but yeah, I'm probably not going to tune into the movie properly anymore um, until this. I mean, I haven't watched it since, but. Yeah. Banger movie if it was. Which leads to me the question Is American underdog true? <laughs> Because yeah, we like, that one know, Kurt, Kurt now the difference is Kurt, Kurt Warner, Warner was, was the like, guy
1: directly involved too directly involved he in, was or wasn't
0: but dude that looks way more of a true feel good story than this movie yeah like.
1: right like <laughs> that one
0: know? like he was a grocery store arena football player and blah 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 right and, and so, then
1: became like Super Bowl champion
0: in his rookie year yeah so I mean we don't know what's true anymore <laughs> but like if no, you but look I feel at
1: like that because Kurt Warner was directly like involved in that w- yeah so. Unless Kurt Warner just, like, you know, like, try to overhype himself a little bit. True. I mean, it could be. We'll <laughs> know, for all we know. But yeah. the
0: difference is he makes the money in that, too. So, yeah. So, we'll probably will never know how true it is. but
1: Still an inspiring story, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. A lot of people are calling out, like, the media back in the early to, or late 2000s, early 2010s because of Johnny Manziel stuff and, like, some other stuff. And now this comes out of nowhere. Uh, I would never thought we'd be talking about the blind side on this. But, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Uh, moving on to some sad news. Um now I don't know much of this player I know Seahawks fans and I'll, I'll look where he also played Alex Collins running back have you heard of him much or no
1: I have not but I, I think I, he, I, he, I, see I think he was a 2020 pick like he was drafted in 2020 or 2021 something I feel like 2016 oh that's way too young <laughs> like, okay no, no I was thinking of the NHL okay I was of NHL. Yeah, yeah yeah that one's NHL yeah um
0: Seahawk uh, Raven, Seahawk again, and then we went to Memphis showboats, where his jersey's retired, which is um, let me just determine the league because this stuff I generally don't want to misquote anything. United the United States football league. yeah uh, running back, who uh passed away at the age of 28. so sad, sad news again, I'm not going to comment too much. We don't know him. But As like, a player, but at the end of the day, I saw tweets about it. I saw RG three tweets, so you know he was well liked in the community. Cause a, a traffic collision, so it was a when the motorcycle he was driving crashed, so it was a uh, accident, and yeah. So um, uh, re- rest in peace, and we're gonna transition to another death, unfortunately, which you kind of referenced already. So let me get that out again. Don't want to misquote anything. Yeah, this one was a. Equally a sad. It's a death. It's equally a sad. But 2020 draft pick. uh, For the Maple Leafs, I remember? For the Maple Leafs, Dan Milstein, client. And where's the NHL news here? There. Maple Leafs prospect, Rodian Amirov. Okay, I I know I'm butchering the name. Rodian Amirov died at the age of 21. Uh, He was diagnosed with a brain tumor. Yeah, in in, uh, February of 2022. So obviously the Maple Leafs first round pick. You knew he was a high end talent. Um, obviously Pittsburgh called Dubis, gave his um, their the as a collective gave their um thoughts as well. And yeah, um, I mean ever since we started the pod, there's been a lot of like young guys dying.
1: I mean, definitely gone too soon, for sure. Um,
0: people said he was like a a affectionate smile, loved, and yeah. Uh, he never played a game in the NHL he did uh, obviously brain tumor and he did play in the KHL before that so and represented Russia before the, obviously the Russia stuff happened but yeah. he represented Russia and international players. so rest in peace to both of you guys and um, thoughts and prayers to you guys family and loved ones and friends yeah tough transition let's move on though last topics of the NHL um Officially joining um, Bergeron in Bergeron, retirement. Yeah. David Krejci has officially retired. This one was not as much of a surprise as Bergeron's was. Like well, Bergeron's wasn't a surprise, but like people thought if one of them was going to retire, it was going to be Krejci. Um, he officially retired. For me, he was definitely an underrated player because I didn't know how good he was. He was good, bro. I genuinely did not know he was like that elite, like a two-line center, second-line center. He was a second-line center for, yeah. them,
1: for sure. So... For all those years, and then for how long he played as well with one team, I believe as one team. I don't know if he played on anyone else earlier, but I'll double check. Big, big part got, of, of course, you got to get me to fact check now. Big, 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 big part of the Bruins obviously run that they had in 2010s because multiple Stanley Cup final appearances, Stanley Cup champion.
0: And you're right because he went back home to play a bit.
1: So all in, all in one team in the NHL. All in one team. Okay, yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. No, I genuinely did not know much about him. I. I like obviously, when you think Boston, you think Marchand, you think no, Chara, you thought Tim Thomas, you thought Bergeron, you thought even like Lucic.
1: For me personally, me. Yeah, I know. I I quite wasn't that bold for me because you were more into
0: NHL a little bit later on after yeah, the Canucks. No, started was it big over to me. So let's let's get into the Boston side of things again. Your number one center, your number two center, or out of the league. Are you ready to make a bold claim in a way? That Boston no, is not going to be in the playoffs well, next they, year. Assuming this is a current mean, roster.
1: If, if this is a current roster, they're not making the playoffs. Right? With the landed division is too good. Right? Maybe the Pacific division, maybe. The names that they're saying that is... Um, Elias like, Lindholm?
0: That's one. And he's no Bergeron, but he's up there in terms the of best, like could 2 be ways. He's one of the best two-ways. Yeah. And also Shaifeli, who's not a two-way, but he's the guy that they're saying to replace him. Even then, like, okay, yeah, that helps. But as of right now, with Pavel Zaka and I forgot the other guy, that's how you know it's <laughs> not that's how you know too. it's a situation at center. <laughs> yeah, they're in trouble. Cause more Mar- in trouble. Is Marshan gonna carry by himself? No. No, you need centerman, bro. You need like, centerman. People don't realize Patrice Bergeron was a sulky winner last year. He probably could have been a sulky winner this year if he were to play. Yeah, he could it's have not been, like it he was genuinely. some bum just chilling with yeah, Boston. it's like it was like, like the Chara. His the end game of the didn't days. fall off. He's
1: old. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But well, his game didn't fall off. But his game He was fall part
0: off. of the best team in regular season history. Yeah. For a reason. So, both of these guys... I mean, people were still confused last year with Marshan being up for how long as he is and Krejci coming to back to the NHL, how good they were going to be. They did not miss a step. And on top of that, they lost Tyler Bertuzzi. They lost Dmitry Orlov. Yeah. Yes, they still have Hampus Lidom And uh, he was a... And then Charlie McAvoy. there were our Norris favorites there. But two top-line centers gone...
1: It's a big issue. It's a big sure. issue.
0: So, I mean, as a Canucks fan, I love it <laughs> in a way. Yeah, but I mean, I, mean, I don't. I, I'm kind of over 2011 now. But uh, I think I don't think
1: I'll ever be over it, man.
0: I'm a little bit over it now uh, like, compared to it. But <laughs> obviously, it sucks. I'm like that. Too. But
1: <laughs> that was our time.
0: Okay. Um. You have the trade details. Jeff Petrie got flipped from Montreal from that um, the Carlson trade. Yeah, I think it was... And like, he's
1: going to Detroit. So, I'm confused about what Detroit's doing here. Bro, they're, like, making moves and, like, they're trying to, like, win the cup. Then they're making moves that, like, they're trying to rebuild. But I think it was Jeff Petrie for a fourth rounder.
0: And Lindstrom.
1: And, uh, yeah, I think one and of Gustav the Gustav Lindstrom. Gustav Lindstrom, I yeah. i heard So, I mean... I guess Habs W because for a guy Habs
0: retained 50% of the salary I think it's a Habs W bringing the cap hit down to 2.34 for the next two
1: seasons you got you got Petrie for like basically nothing and you flipped him for something right Um, that's a W for Montreal Uh, Detroit I just don't know what direction I don't know what they're doing I don't know what direction I genuinely
0: don't know like you traded a heroic way people thinking you have to
1: pay him because
0: he's young and you got to pay him yeah, you finessed the Canucks in a way, maybe. Who knows how he performs, but we'll get
1: into Canucks Draft later. Picks. On. Draft picks been questionable. Yeah.
0: But the picks, you drafted questionably. And you brought in players that are aging to big contracts.
1: Ben Sherrod. Ben Sherrod did not work out with Mo Cider at all. Who
0: else did they sign? Kyle
1: Kopp? No, Andrew Kopp. Andrew Kopp, yeah. I so, think a year like, before. What are they doing? <laughs> and then Petrie. I mean, who knows? Petrie might be a better fit with Cider than it was Sherratt, but. Then again. Yeah, because he's the hormonal replacement, quote unquote. Then again, they have I think I forgot what's the guy's name? The defenseman that they pair like I think it was John Wolford or something. John. You're asking the wrong guy. Bro. I <laughs> you're I asking remember. the wrong guy. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> it's like it starts, it's a JW initials, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but I need to quickly check that right now. But no, like if you want to keep going, yeah, what I is know, their direction?
0: um I guess I'm gonna talk about this. If Boston is falling out, is Buffalo the most likely team to make it now? Like we discussed before Buffalo, Ottawa, and Detroit rank them. And Man. obviously after the Dabrinket trade, which Detroit added, does that overtake um, Ottawa? Because Brinkcat is still a big piece missed from um, Ottawa, right? So in your opinion, also, is Buffalo going to be that team that takes over Boston if we protect, currently project Boston to come out of the playoffs? I mean, I
1: feel like Buffalo is the most favorite, I guess, right now. I still believe in Ottawa as well. But I don't think it's Detroit at all. And the guy's name was Jake Wallman. So you were kind of off. <laughs> I said JW. Initials. No, I mean
0: like the name way, the way you were saying it. Yeah, I know. But I knew
1: it was JW initials because he really stepped up for them. And that, that's the reason why Moe Sider kind of, because he struggled at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And then that's the reason why Moe Sider found his game at the end. But yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm just, I'm just confused what Detroit's doing.
1: I'll be honest with you. This
0: is, this is a team that is going to be intriguing to watch. As a as just a general hockey fan, if whoever wants to watch it, now depending on like the games are out, it's Detroit, so I I don't generally don't give a shit unless they're playing the Canucks. Yeah, but right. But a team to keep an eye on afar from for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Um. Okay. Last thing, just very quickly, the NHL twenty four cover is out. I doubt we'll get this game, but first of all, we don't even have a PS five. There's no point getting this game. Yeah, it's Kale McCarr on the cover, and. No, I mean not really a surprise. I don't know if McKinnon has ever been on the cover. I don't even think Crosby's ever been on the cover. I well. see. I don't know Evchkin has. Let me just double check that. Yeah, no, but, but a
1: quick. I mean, McCarr deserves it, right? He's pretty mm-hmm. electrifying defenseman. It's kind of weird to see a defenseman on it, but I mean, McCoy has been, you know, the, the guy for a bit. Everyone knows everyone who has a hockey knowledge or into hockey right now knows Kale McCarr, so it makes sense that he's on it. I yeah, don't like. They, I'm nev- you know what I'm surprised I'm gonna be biased how the hell the Sadins together were never a cover <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, a lot right. of been sick that could kind of was
0: nice okay so like yeah this year it's Makar last year it was Trevor Zegra Sarah Nurse Matthew Zuban was on the cover Zuban <laughs> was on it yeah uh, McDavid Vladimir Teresenko, Hayes Bergeron yeah Martin Berder Giroux Stamkos Taste.
1: Maybe, maybe Crosby.
0: I don't think Crosby. Dion Phaneuf was on the cover. With <laughs> Cal- this is Calgary Dion Phaneuf, by the way.
1: Maybe Crosby gets yeah, it. Yeah, no,
0: Crosby was never on the cover. Because 08 oh, was Eric Stahl. That was the first ever one I had.
1: Well, wow, that's Ovechkin,
0: 07, LeCavalier, Yeah, Crosby. Oh, Marcus Nazlin <laughs> was on the cover once.
1: Oh, disrespect to Crosby, yo. What is this? Or he
0: probably just didn't give a shit or pay or whatever. Because obviously he's a payment involved, but I'm sure he doesn't give a shit that much.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's still one of the best. <laughs> so Crosby and McKinnon have never been on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm shocked about Crosby, don't be wrong. That one <laughs> sure. I'm shocked,
0: yeah, because I've has been on it twice. Yeah. But, yeah, um, congrats, Makar. I don't know if it's something you wanted, but we probably won't be buying your game, though, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> well, we suck at it anyways. Yeah, we, when do we play now? We got we got podcast lifestyle, dude. We yeah, yeah, with, right. So.
1: <laughs> we got to talk about you.
0: Yeah. um, That being said, that's pretty much it. You know, make sure you guys check out our EPL prediction video, as we mentioned in the beginning. It's a banger. Me and him... But Ad, we're not added like argument but we reversing
1: each other we're reversing each other right it's this not like it's
0: not where we sit down and just look at the screen and put someone we have to agree with each other so once again check that video out on um, those of you who have thank you for the early support again uh, instagram get us to 100 followers we love the support we've been getting on that for yeah, sure like the views support, the comments yeah. the likes on it insane our latest um youtube short as well i think or second latest but yeah so thank you again we're at I think we're, we're at 149 subs. might be at 150 when this comes out. Hopefully. <laughs> 50 subs away from 200. Let's get that rolling. Let, let's try to get that by the end of September. I'm not going to say August. I doubt it. But that, you guys could help out with us. Yeah. yeah. No, prove and, us wrong, yo. Prove us wrong. <laughs> and uh, just to tease you guys, a uh, video, very special banger podcast, bonus podcast episode coming out Saturday. So stay tuned for that. This is the reward for whoever stayed tuned to the end. I don't know how many of you guys did, but that's what you guys will get from us. But yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.